made that up. Will there be a little ride on Space Mountain? Hogan comes back. What the fuck are you doing? He got me all flabbergasted. Where does he come up with a thousand holes? That incessant whining. Get up against a chain link fence and rake yourself across it. This guy went to flash you. You are dead, crooked. Race pick on, baby. This place is apropos. You really agitate us. Now, nothing that happened here tonight even vaguely resembles professional wrestling. He's going to chase them back in the bedroom, uh, back into the locker room, and whip them till they get their clothes off. This ain't the end. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 28 of the Nitromania podcast. My name is Adam. I am your host, and this is the show where nothing really seems to make sense anymore. This is episode 28, which means if you listen to one episode a day, starting with the day you poured that concrete sidewalk out in front of your house, today would be the day when it's finished curing. This can also be applied to your menstrual cycle if you're a lady, except that the concrete sidewalk would be one of your eggs, and today would be another one of your eggs. Okay, so that comparison isn't as apt as I'd hoped. Last week on the show, we had an absolute dumpster fire of a main event, and this week is the go-home episode for Uncensored, so don't expect much more. Also, be sure to listen all the way to the end of the show to find out who my special guest host will be next week for our Uncensored Supersode. Okay. Gotta psych myself up for this one after last week's debacle. Here we go. It is Monday, March 18th, 1996, and we are live from who knows where because we open the show to more chaos. Loch Ness and the Giant are fighting in the aisle as Jimmy Hart yells at the Giant to get him. Bischoff tries to explain what's going on. Apparently, this is supposed to be Loch Ness versus Lex Luger. Wow! But the Giant took issue with Loch Ness calling himself a Giant or something... Anyway, while this brawl is going on, Luger enters like nothing's happening. Uh, Luger enters the ring. Randerson rings the bell and counts Loch Ness out. Your winner by countout and still world television champion, Lex Luger. Luger celebrates like he just hit the goddamn Powerball and Jimmy Hart runs into the ring to celebrate as well. Uh, Jimmy jumps into Luger's arms. Luger throws him off, yells at him a little bit and tells him to leave. We then go to the desk where Luger appears, grabs a microphone, and says this. Wait a minute. Oh, no, wait a minute. Oh, no. Luger, what's up with that? Uh, Am I in a roll or am I in a roll, Bobby? How about it? The total package. He's never been more ready. That is a win. That is the shortest title defense win. in WCW history. You're going to call that a win? Oh, oh, you bet I'll take that win. The shortest win ever in history. Boy, am I ready. I'm picking just at the right time. That's like winning an NFL football game on a toy. Like a toy toss. Isn't that racing? High five on You're that. not going to take that. Yes. You're not going to take out, that. Uh, there's your winner. The total package. <laughs> Somebody go get me a bucket. Bischoff tells us we have a standby match coming up and then sends us to break. The first act of Nitro was four and a half minutes long. We come back from break for the Mega Powers. Thankfully, they appear to be bootyless this evening. 
They finally tell us where they are, so tonight I can say we are live from Chattanooga, Tennessee. This is the UTC Arena in Chattanooga, where a whole lot of events have taken place. We'll be back here in about six months with another episode of Nitro, so for right now, all you need to know is that this arena was home to Halloween Havoc 1991 and the infamous Chamber of Horrors match. All right, back to the show, and Shivani is with Hogan and Savage in the aisle. something tony shivani this place is on fire with macho mania and hulkamania brother check it out dude but the thing that is the cootie gras is the fact that right now we have the upper hand after the six-man double strap bummer jack match brother last week now the texas tornado match i predict the same momentum on doomsday and uncensored brother because i didn't sign it hulk hogan dude I signed at Mega Powers, and if we go all the way to the top, we go to the top together, and if we bite the dust, we bite the dust together, but that's not going to happen, brother. Macho Man Randy Savage, from now on, call Hulk Hogan the dirtiest player in the game, brother. I like that, yeah. There's a fine line between hate and love, yeah. And cold and callous as we are, we kind of remind ourselves as Butch Cassidy and a Sundance kid getting ready for Uncensored. But you know what? I like the word. And I like the phrase, uncontrolled chaos. Because the tip of the iceberg is going to happen, nitroglycerin style, in a little while. Yeah. Absolutely, tonight the Texas Tornado match. But what about what Kevin Sullivan said about Uncensored? What we like about the Texas Tornado and Uncensored, brother, is there are no stinking titles on the line. We're going to wreak havoc everywhere we go. And yeah, Tony Schiavone, I heard that demon Kevin Sullivan. I heard what he said, but I don't care what he comes up with out of the dungeon. I don't care what comes out of the pot that he's doing. I don't care if I have to look at the fires down below. The Macho Man, all these Hulkamaniacs, brother, at Doomsday, one cage at a time. Bring all your horses, bring all your men, because the mega powers are going to kick your rear end again. Right, Macho? It's not over till it's over for you guys. Guess what? It's over. Starting tonight. Guaranteed, yeah! Well, what it is, is what it is, brother. And what you're gonna do in the Texas tornado and doomsday when Macho and me run wild on you. Ooh, yeah! Alright, we await that match a little bit later on. Thank you very much tonight. And we'll have our standby match in 30 seconds live on TNT. Oh, yeah! So apparently, Hogan thinks that you can change the terms of a legally binding contract by signing your tag team name instead of your singles name. Somehow, I don't think it works like that, but we'll see what happens next week at Uncensored. Also, Hogan should never, ever consider himself on the same page as the dirtiest player in the game. How dare you, sir? Macho makes no sense as usual. Last note, I really, really don't 
want or need to know about Kevin Sullivan's fire down below. So that was the entire second act of Nitro, and it was shorter than the first act. We're on a roll tonight. Back from break for the entrance of Public Enemy. Are they fighting the Mega Powers? Public Enemy grab a table on their way to the ring because they've had such luck with them before. Apparently, Public Enemy's opponents are the Steiner Brothers, so Bischoff promised us a standby match, then gave us commercials, then a Mega Powers promo, then another commercial, and now the standby match. Kind of planning... Anyway... During Steiner's entrance, Bischoff calls his rivals the World Whining Federation again. Uh, Rocco starts the match off with Scott. Bischoff promises us a straight-up brawl and is then surprised that they actually use wrestling maneuvers. He then tells us that Uncensored this Sunday is, quote, unsanctioned and unauthorized, unquote. So why is it airing on pay-per-view with the company name on it then? Eh. We're then informed that Sting's partner this Sunday at Uncensored is going to be Booker T. How the fuck does that make any sense? (sighs) Anyway, this tag match is not great, so you're not missing much here. Bischoff tells us that the Nasty Boys are here tonight, so we're going to get that Nasty Boys Road Warriors match we were promised last week. He says they were mugged, but they won't talk about it. He then tells us that an Olympian from the 1992 Winter Games is on his way to WCW. History then repeats itself as Rocco Rock puts himself through the table and Johnny Grunge gets pinned off the double-team bulldog. Up next, Arn Anderson versus the Booty Man. Anderson enters with Woman when we come back. We finally hear Booty Man's entrance music and it's weird. And we get to watch Boots dance his way to the ring, which is also weird. Apparently, Booty is going to fight DDP at some point for Kimberly. I feel like I've got deja vu. And now they're calling Kimberly the Booty Girl. Unfortunate. She does eventually show up, and Woman approaches her with threatening intent. Booty goes out to intervene. Anderson follows. Booty throws Anderson into the ring, knees him in the head, and pins him for three. This match was... Passable. Nothing of note here. This Saturday night, it's the Road Warriors versus Public Enemy. Sting versus Earl Robert Eaton. Lex Luger versus Brad Armstrong for the TV title. Guerrero versus Alex Wright. And Flair versus Sergeant Craig. Okay. Enter the Road Warriors, one word, when we return to the arena. Sadly, the Nasty Boys are here tonight. This marks the second time that Bischoff has mentioned that Dennis Rodman has been fined and suspended for headbutting a referee. This immediately breaks down into a brawl, and I have to laugh at the fact that the blonde nasty boy has his ribs taped up outside his shirt. We take a quick break for an uncensored commercial, and when we come back, at least some order has been restored. They're beating each other with one of those blue molded plastic chairs with metal legs like you'd find in a rec center gymnasium or like a teacher's chair in a preschool classroom. Uh, blonde nasty boy has now shockingly lost his rib tape. Bischoff tells us that Mean Gene is home with the flu this week. That's why we have to deal with Shivani. Eventually, the Steiners appear to fight with everyone and Animal wins another match by hitting Blonde Nasty with his spiked armband. This match was busy. I think that's the best way I can describe it. Your main event is up next. Also of note with the Road Warriors here. This 
uh, week's, or I guess last week's episode of the Raw Attitude Podcast, episode number 48 of the Raw Attitude Podcast, uh, is the Survivor Series 98 Deadly Games Tournament and Raw following episode. Uh, the Raw following Survivor Series is, of course, the episode where Hawk gets pushed off the Titantron by Draws. So uh, for those of you who have been looking forward to that, Last week is when to tune in. So go check that out. Episode number 48 of the Raw Attitude Podcast. All right. It is tornado match time. Flair and Taskmaster enter with woman. The mega powers enter. The bell rings and chaos ensues. Surprise. Hogan and Flair brawl in the ringside area. Macho and Anderson fight in the ring. I think we don't actually get to see them. Uh, no, it turns out they're on the floor on the other side of the ring. They finally give us a split screen so we can watch both fights at once. Bischoff then mentions Dennis Rodman for the third time tonight. At one point, Flair locks Savage in the figure four, and Hogan, instead of saving his partner, puts Arn Anderson in a figure four. Randerson then shoves Flair down for reasons I didn't see. Hogan then no-sells Flair's chops in the corner, surprise, and whips Flair to the other corner where he goes over the top and to the floor. Savage's arm, by the way, still taped. Flair eventually clocks Hogan with woman's shoe. Again. Hogan hulks up, and Anderson makes his way to the ring. Anderson trips Hogan to prevent the leg drop, and Hogan goes after Anderson. Brian Pillman then appears, and everyone fights with everyone. And the referee calls for the bell. Then the booty man runs out to even the odds. Jimmy Hart then brings out Tiny Lister, better known as Zeus, and some huge bald white guy with weird face paint and camo pants. Flair takes the mic and yells, do something about it. The mega powers run away like cowards and Shivani is in the ring with the heels. More Taskmaster yelling and then Jimmy Hart yelling. Both awful. We'll spare you from that. Zeus has something written on the side of his head, but I can't ever see what it is. I think it might say gangster. Note that they never actually name Zeus or the other huge guy. We go to the desk. Brain screams about it being the end of Hogan as we watch people in the background leave. Huh. Another bizarre episode of Nitro, but again, not really in the good way, as you may have been able to tell from how brief my recap was. None of these matches I would particularly classify as good, but if I had to pick one, I would say go with the main event. It's the least worst match on the show tonight, and you get to see that enormous dude who I don't know at the end. Plus, we get one more Brian Pillman sighting. This episode of Nitro has an abysmal 2.45 on cage match but pulled in a whopping 3.6 TV rating. Uh, over on Raw, which was one week old and still from San Antonio, British Bulldog defeats Jake Roberts by countout when Jake decides to chase Jim Cornette with the snake instead of participate in the match, and then looks surprised and angry that he got counted out. We get another training video for Shawn Michaels and another training video for Bret Hart. Goldust defeats Fatu while wearing a kilt, and we get Piper on the phone at the end of the match. We get a vignette about the Ultimate Warrior retiring Macho Man at WrestleMania 7. That had to have been on purpose. And then footage from last week on Raw and Superstars this weekend of Jake Roberts, Ahmed Johnson, and Yokozuna challenging Camp Cornette to a six-man tag team match. Back in the ring, Cornette accepts the challenge. We then go to the video wall for the face's response. If they win, Yokozuna gets five minutes in the ring alone with Jim Cornette. We go to Madison Square Garden yesterday for Diesel beating up Bret Hart, The Undertaker, and Shawn Michaels with a chair. Diesel then pins Barry Horowitz back 
in the ring on Monday. During this match, a casket appeared at ringside. Diesel opens the casket to find himself. If you know who was actually in the casket on March 11th, so who they replaced with an insert of Kevin Nash on March 18th, please let me know because I've always been curious. Bret Hart then pins Tatanka for three following a botched interference by the 123 Kid. And in your main event, Billionaire Ted rips off a few good men. This ends with a plea to write letters to the chairman of the Federal Trade Commission to bar the merger between Time Warner and Turner Broadcasting. How'd that work out for you, Vince? This episode of Raw has a 4.43 on Cage Match and held steady at a 2.9 TV rating. So, uh, that is it for Nitromania. Next week is our big Uncensored 96 Supersode, and there is no way in hell that I'm going to watch that alone. If you've noticed the pattern of special guest hosts thus far, you've probably already figured this one out. But my guest next week is none other than the part-time co-host of The Rundown and the part-time full host of WrestleMania Salvation. Taz himself will be joining me next week to break down what is sure to be a shit show of a pay-per-view. So please, come back for that and revel in mine and Sal's misery at having to watch this doomsday debacle. Please check out all the shows here on the Rundown feed, and of course all the shows on the Questionable Endeavor Network over at questandnetwork.com. Why, here's a promo for one now. Oh, Pedro loves tuning Japanese. What say you, my friend, Menchi? And I guess I'm here too. If you're looking for wacky reviews of anime, check out Tuning Japanese. A podcast where three dudes in their 30s talk about anime. Only on the Questionable Endeavor Network. Do they drink too? Ah, a little bit. I do. If you want to see me live and in person, you may certainly do so. I won't stop you. I'll be at Liberty States Wrestling Winter Warfare on Saturday, February 3rd, and Lucky Pro Wrestling Homecoming on Saturday, February 24th. I will also be appearing on episode 10 of the aforementioned WrestleMania Salvation sometime in the near future, so I should probably watch WrestleMania 10 sometime soon. And talks are actually happening for me to guest on a podcast outside the Questionable Endeavor Network, so I'll have more information on that if and when that happens. So, with that all said and out of the way, please let me know how you like the show on Twitter, at NitromaniaPod, or by email, NitromaniaPod at gmail.com. And I do hope you'll come back next week for our uncensored super episode right here on Nitromania.